Uh, we are now live. So let me click over to my script here. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. You are currently watching actually the Tattoo Now show with Jeff Johnson and actually the whole Dire, Wor Dire Wolf Tattoo crew. Pretty excited they're out in California. And I'm always excited to talk to our guests, but Jeff, this one's exceptionally exciting because he is alive and we'll talk about how exciting that is for everybody normally, but really exciting for him right now. Anyways, um, this is April 26th and uh, 2022. And if this is working for you, please let us know in the comments or in the chat room. And I'm actually running uh, tech at the same time, uh, but it seems like it's actually working. Yeah, okay. Uh, feel free to tag a friend or a tattooer who likes tattoos and or do the, the you know, your phone story, social media share out anyways. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Reinventing the Tattoo Network, and bear with me a little bit. It'll be uh, I'll eight minutes, but we won't run any ads in the middle of this, so we're just going to get it our way with right in the minute. Anyways, okay. Uh, welcome to Guy Aitchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattoo artists, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are all encouraged to join in these live streams, to watch the replays, ultimately to inspire each other, and to create better art uh, and tattoos together. Um, with your help, uh, we've been beaming out every pretty much every day, five days a week, and have become a pretty awesome network of tattoo shows, uh, if I don't say so myself, but it's everyone else uh, contributing that makes it so. In any event, uh, you could find Reinventing the Tattoo in either of the app stores, the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. You can do a search for Reinventing the Tattoo on the YouTube channel. The Roku, if you have Roku, one of the smart TVs, like I know that two thirds of you are like, what the fuck is Roku? But there's still like 20 to 30% of people that have smart TVs that are like, I have a Roku. Anyways, do a search for Reinventing the Tattoo or go to reinventingthetattoo.com slash Roku. And you could download the whole Reinventing channel there. It's, um, I can show you what it looks like a little bit later, but it's basically got 15 channels of all of the shows uh, replaying 24 seven, including the Drunk Critique channel against my better judgment. But uh, there's a tattoo convention channel. There is a... Um, it was all sorts of, uh, uh, all the shows have channels. Okay, I'm going to screen share the Reinventing homepage because I know I've been telling you about all these other places that we can go, but, oh, I think it's this one. Yeah, sorry, okay. Uh, you could always find the latest information right here on reinventingthetattoo.com. If you scroll down here, you can see, oh, this is tonight's show. Uh, we've got another Spanish uh, art jam going on or Spanish interview going on. The uh, previous shows are here. Keep scrolling down. We've got our reinventing 24-7 going here. This is what I was talking about earlier. So if it's two o'clock in the morning and you're all sick of Netflix, you could tune in and there is all these channels. Right now we've got, let's see, this is the RIT podcast going. So this is Art History with Guy and... Uh, Oh, Brandon Bean. Okay, so they're talking about all of uh, uh, Brandon Bean from Dark Skin Body Art. They're talking about all of his uh, art influences. We have these reinventing drawing groups where artists are encouraged to join in and do your um, tattoo homework or, or apprentice homework or any, any drawing, really. And uh, people beam in from all over the place. We've got art jams, tattoo collecting podcasts, where tattoo uh, collectors teach everybody how not to make the mistakes that they made. We've got the Spanish channel, Tattoo Weekly, live in the Castro, straight from um, uh, Castro in, in San Francisco. These are all uh, LGBTQ uh, people of color, all sorts of awesome 
uh, stories and interviews, Tattoo Machine channel. Anyways, it's uh, pretty sick, the, uh, the, uh, all the different replays. The upcoming events are found here right below on our event schedule. And you can see we have, uh, let's see, uh, one o'clock. Uh, these are all Eastern time, but if you're on Google Calendar, then um, I think the, the times will show up on your times. Anyways, we've got reinventing drawing groups every Sunday from one to two Eastern with Jason Leeser. The Tattoo Weekly is every Monday from 11 to 12. This is with Jake Meeks, Lauren Gregory and I. We uh, cover different highlights from the past week and the upcoming week. Guy Aitchison does his um, exclusive exercises and critiques for Canon members and the, uh, the Evolve crew every Monday at 9 p.m. Oh, come on now, be nice to me. The uh, Tuesday at uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. is another Reinventing Drawing group with yeah. Ricardo. One o'clock on Wednesdays. Hey, that's actually right now is the Tattoo Now show. Then, oh, I have to change the time on this. The Tattoo Collecting Podcast is actually at 6 p.m. every Thursday. We just changed the time. So that is the Reinventing Network in a nutshell. And let me... Get back to the script real quick. I think I just need to thank our sponsors. Um, let's see, coming up real quick uh, and live, you can find us at Hell City, May 20th to the 22nd, hellcity.com. June 10th to the 12th is Ink Mania, Ink Mania Expo. And uh, St. Pete, Florida, we we're just talking about going to the, uh, to the Dolly Museum for the field trip after that. June, uh, July 29th to the 31st is the Rubber City Tattoo Invitational in Akron, Ohio, uh, hosted by Tony Urbanic. And I believe the site of the... An official, the first official uh, tattoo machine Olympics. It's pretty fun. Uh, let's see. Then there's Hell City in August, Richmond in October, a whole mess of shows. Okay. These network shows are free because of raw pigments, rawpigments.co, uh, acrylic, acrylic free, and they don't dry out in the cup. Uh, the inks don't dry out in the cup. You can check them out, rawpigments.co. There's lots of videos there. Worldtattooevents.com is the largest, most comprehensive resource for tattoo events worldwide. Uh, Tattoo Now, I do computer stuff for tattooers, and actually I'm launching a couple of new sites I'm very excited for. Uh, also work uh, with us, like as a CTO, so I do all sorts of CRM work and uh, for both artists and uh, for supply companies, anybody really. And then let's see, last but in this case, first really is Guy Aitchison. Uh, GuyAitchison.com is, Guy is the founder of the Reinventing the Tattoo Universe, right? It started off as a three-ring binder, turned into some books and DVDs. 10 years ago into uh, like an online course that he could update uh, at will. Now it's a very comprehensive online learning platform where I actually have uh, another 20 some odd uh, courses that are involved. And he has, well, you could check it out if you go to Reinventing the Tattoo and then click on the, well, the free resources has all the free resources. And then the courses has all the courses. Um, it's pretty crazy. And yeah, okay. So I am normally talking about leaving positive reviews uh, out in the public. Thank you very much. It helps us go up in the channels. Constructive criticism comes to management at reinventingthetattoo.com or if you're interested in sponsoring or hosting a real world event. Instead of hopping into the background like normal, I'm going to bring everybody else in here, including Jeff Johnson. Okay. Remove the spotlight. Remove spotlight. Okay. Um, Jeff uh, and crew, thank you very much for, for beaming in. I, um, it's unfortunate, the series of events that it set off uh, me reaching out for the interview, but on the other hand, 
it's going to be great to catch up with everybody. Um, so what I'm referring to is Jeff was in a, in a car accident not too long ago that uh, it was a very fortunate that everyone survived, although he got pretty fucking banged up and that was not a, you know, it didn't seem like that was a, a sure thing. So uh, it'll be pretty intense to um, catch up with him. Thanks for being alive, Jeff. <laughs> Holy shit. Good to be alive. Um, <laughs> you know, one, one of the things that was just amazing for me to watch is the outpouring of support from the community. And, you know, um, I know that, you know, when I'm ready to go where I go, there'll be as many people saying bad things as good things. Everybody said awesome things about Jeff, uh, or at least everything that I saw. And the amount of support uh, was, was awesome, both online and in the newspapers and whatnot. Um, in any event, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to catch up. So we'll do a, a quick little interview and tour with, with, with Jeff. But then, um, of course, the rest of the studio is here. So we want to talk about them and their work because, I, you know, I imagine that even if you are back to work or when you get back to work, Jeff, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, getting a, having a busy shop is probably going to be the best way to help, uh, you know, you, you have the space and time to heal. Um, anyways, welcome, everybody. Thanks for, for tuning in. Whew, I'm going to take a breath. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so let's start by um, actually let's start by going around real quick uh, and doing the um, what I don't know, they call a roll caller and on real TV they probably, so you're out in LA so you might even know the real words for it but you know look straight into the camera into the eyes of the viewer let us know who you are uh, you know what your Instagram is and how to find you um, yeah and then uh, maybe a sentence or two about you know what you like to tattoo and then we'll uh, yeah then we'll, we'll we'll get into the into the questionings. <laughs> Start with you, Jeff. Okay. Uh, my name is Jeff Johnson. My Instagram is Jeff underscore Johnson underscore tattoo. Uh, I've been tattooing around 20 years. Um, you know, did a lot of color work, color bioorganic stuff in the beginning of my career. Nowadays, it's more like illustrative black and gray stuff. I still do some color stuff um, and I still enjoy doing it. It's just, it just seems that people come to me more for like or black and gray illustrative stuff. Um, opened Direwolf Tattoo about six years ago, and uh, it's been good. Once I kind of calmed down from all the traveling and doing living that convention life for for you know 15 years or so, uh, I decided to move back to where I grew up. I still had a bunch of family here and stuff, and um, yeah, opened the shop. And these guys have been with me you know, most of the time. Um, that's awesome for me. Sweet. Um, and then, yeah, we met each other. It was, I don't know, what could it, it might, might not have been 20 years ago, but it was over 15. It was, so. I would say probably around, I started tattooing in 2002, but I was around, okay. I was around conventions and, and cruising around with Carson, you know, 2000 to 2001. Oh, so it was right then and there. Whew, yeah. Fun. It's crazy how time flies. It really um, is. It really <laughs> is, you know. Um, well, again, it's uh, it's great to catch up. Let's, uh, Tyler, we've got uh, you up here next. Let's uh, hear about you just to add here for everybody. Yeah, um, my name is Tyler Shear. Um, my Instagram's at Tyler Shear. Um, I've been tattooing since 2013. Um, I like to do like black and gray, like single needle type work. Um, yeah. Awesome. And uh, yeah, we'll have a, an opportunity to showcase everybody's work uh, in a bit here okay so spencer uh spelling for everybody uh, spencer and caitlin how are you hi great thanks for having us so uh my name is spence calajuri you can find me on instagram at art of spencer also art of is my new website 
I tattoo at Dire Wolf here in Thousand Oaks. I also oil paint, um, kind of bioorganic, psychedelic type stuff, which is super different than my tattooing, which has become more uh, split between black and gray realism and uh, more Japanese type stuff and illustrative stuff. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, my name is Caitlin Crane, and my Instagram is at Kate Crane, and I've been tattooing since 2007, um, and then I used to work with Jeff at another shop from 2008 for a few years, and then I came and followed him to this new shop about five years ago, and I've been there ever since. I like to tattoo like illustrative animals and nature stuff, basically awesome and uh yeah it's fun to well yeah just being into this uh again staying alive for long enough it's fun to to see everybody kind of uh, uh progress and, and change and whatnot you know jeff you were, you were talking about you know carson in the in the numid days it's uh it's you know I, clearly a lot has uh, has changed um do you want to talk a little bit about maybe some of the the more striking things that uh that you've noticed uh, change in the industry or, or in your uh, corner? Um, you and know, then I'm gonna start showing off some of your work here while, uh, while we're talking. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's kind of strange it, it, just to see how much it's grown and see how much more, it's just it's just a lot bigger. It seemed like, you know, back in the, in the early 2000s, everybody knew everybody. And it seemed, it just seemed like such a smaller world. Um, nowadays you know it's just there's new there's new artists popping up left and right and people doing amazing work in their you know second third year of tattooing um whereas That's before nuts. it's like you knew all these names as you were learning to tattoo you knew all these people and you knew of all these people who were doing it for you know 20 20 years and their work was all absolutely amazing now you have these kids that are just they're they're coming out of nowhere and just doing amazing work in their first few years of tattooing um yeah. it seems like it's just gotten so much bigger um, I, in the last few years have kind of, I don't want to say sequestered myself, but I've just been so buried in, in trying to keep my business running, you know, being a, having a full schedule of tattooing, keeping the shop running. I also have a four-year-old child now. So mm -hmm. being a father, being a husband, um, running the shop that I kind of, you know, I stopped traveling a bunch and, uh, you know, I just kind of have been like paying attention to what's around me. Um, it's also like kind of crazy to see just how, how many like different styles there are now, whereas before, you know, there was always a bunch, but there's just so much, there's just so much variety of stuff out there now. Um, oh. ah, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm flipping around here. Like I completely lost control of the, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it is pretty amazing. The, um, like you said, the, the, the growth and it definitely it's, um, you know, it's part of, I suppose it's part of many artist journeys, right? The um, getting into the scene, getting out of the scene or, or not the scene. Cause there's at this point, there's so many scenes. It's like right. you know, getting into the, into the culture, into the mix of the, of the tattoo conventions and whatnot. Right. Um, but you know, there's, you know, it's really simple, right? Like take care of your clients. They come back, you know, with, with their friends for more. A hundred percent. And you know, even on, and especially like on the local level, like, you take care of the people who are in your town and they take care of your shop. You know, it's, it's, it's really amazing. And that goes even with the accident thing, you know, tying in with all that. Um, 
Well, let's. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that from from your perspective? I mean, not that we need to dwell upon it, but certainly to make sure everyone buckles their seatbelt and puts their kids in car seats. You know, it's yeah, um, absolutely. Um, basically, we were. Uh, it was a Saturday. I'd been canceled on, so I just decided I was going to go. A buddy of mine was doing a bar- barbecue pop up in like the next town over. Um, so I went over there to buy some barbecue for him, and you know, went to like Costco, and then we were coming home. Um, and a twenty-six foot box truck just kind of drifted into us on the freeway, um, which knocked my truck sideways, which is like, you know, full-size GMC 2500. Um, started flipping the truck, like tumbling it. Um, shot us over from the fast lane to the slow lane, off an embankment about 25 foot down. I was ejected out of the, uh, out of the truck into an irrigation ditch and the truck landed on me. Um, basically like two steps away from death's door. Um, luckily there happened to be an ICU nurse that was driving by and saw the accident happen. She stopped and got out of the, her car and kept me alive underneath my truck until an ambulance showed up. Um, then getting us to the hospital. My wife had some fractures in her spine. So she was also in the hospital for a couple of days. My son was untouched, thank God, because of his, uh, his car seat, you know, my wife, was wearing a seatbelt. I am not too sure if I was wearing my seatbelt or not. The seat, the, the uh, police report says I wasn't, um, but my seatbelt was clicked shut. So I'm assuming that I didn't have it on. Um, I, I couldn't tell you, if, you know, I don't remember anything. I was in a coma for about three weeks, um, woke up and had this whole situation explained to me. And when I woke up, um, you know, not only, you know, once I got my bearings and you know, it took a few, almost a week to even like come to reality when you're in a coma for that long. And, you know, it, it, there's certain like after effects that happen that you're kind of insane for about a week afterwards. Um, but uh, to, to see how everybody came together, especially the guys from my shop, um, to take care of me and my family, it was, uh, it's pretty fucking amazing. Like they set up a GoFundMe that, you know, it, it's taken the immense amounts of stress off me um there was a a silent auction art show at a local brewery that brought in a bunch of money as well and there were so many local artists tattooers graffiti artists um that donated art for it um and just like the the community the way everybody came together people from the tattoo world people from just the local stuff people that i had grown up with you know i'm in a town where i'm 45 and i pretty much have lived here off and on my whole life. Um, it was just like the outpouring of, of support for myself and my family and people taking care of my wife and kid while I was, I was in the hospital for about a month. Um, it was just absolutely amazing. I've never like witnessed anything like it whatsoever. Um, it's, it, it's crazy. I don't even know. I don't know how to, it's, it's hard to say like, how do you say thank you for stuff like that? There's so many people to say thank you to. And, uh, you know, I don't, and thank you is such a small word. Like I learned that <clears throat> when I had, I had dinner with the woman that kept me alive. Um, it's just really hard to, you know, you can, like, how are you going to say that? You know, how are you going to say thank you for something like that? But, you know, uh, you, you try to keep it positive and sorry, I'm getting a little busted up. It's, it's, hard hard. Oh, man. Um, it's still very recent. This accident happened uh, February 19th and I got out of the hospital, I think the end of March. Um, so I'm still not back to work. I won't be back to work probably till midsummer. Um, you know, with all the surgeries and stuff going on or that have went on, <clears throat> I'm on the healing part of it now. There's no more, 
uh, no more surgeries. It's all just kind of power through physical therapy and the healing. But um, yeah, to that's, anybody, the, that's the way you say thank you, right? Like taking care of yourselves, making yeah, sure of that. You know? Yeah, and you know, to anybody that did help, that's watching or sees this, um, my family thanks you from the bottom of our hearts. I mean, that's really all I can say. Um, but yeah, thanks. And it was it was evident from this side of the of the country too. Like I was saying, it was uh, uh, very clear that uh, yeah, you, you know, people are down with making sure that you know you get you guys get the best support possible. Yeah, I really, um, I really was blown. My, me and my whole family were just absolutely blown away. Once I could like kind of grasp the amount of support that was coming from just every direction, you know. And it's I just had told my wife I was like I know I know a lot of people and I've met a lot of people throughout my life and throughout my career and whatnot, but like I didn't really realize how many still like. <laughs> you know, it's nice to be liked. <laughs> Still there, Gabe. It looks like you got stuck. Oh, am I back? Yeah, you're back. Ah, computers, you know, if. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure that uh, very inopportune time to, to, to freeze out there, but uh, well, the point is, man, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of it is, you know, people are saying thank you to you for the support that you've given to the to the whole community for, you know, the previous time. So, um, yeah, just stay alive. Just take your time. Be healthy. Get, right. You know, get, get it together. Hey, let's uh, what was it like being at the shop? So I imagine that, uh, you know, the, you know, all the artists, you want to talk a little bit about what it was like to all of a sudden not have Jeff there or, or, or maybe maybe start off with first, like how you landed there, why you landed there with Jeff uh, a little bit. And then, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's not particularly normal for a crew of tattooers, um, you know, to, to, to get through, you know, that kind of trauma or, you know, or even to have it. So anyways, you want to talk about that a little bit and um, I could fire up the, the studio website here to, uh, to give a little tour of what we're doing. So, but we have a panel. So you just have, someone has to just start chiming right in. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Jeff and I have been friends for a really long time. I was super young when I started out at the last shop that we were at, and he has been there for me ever since. So as soon as this happened, it kind of just turned reactionary. Um, we're all a family here and we treat each other like a family. So it's way beyond just like working together. So um, I've never had to figure out the logistics of running the shop before. So I think that was the hardest part. Uh, luckily, we're really good friends with the shop accountant. So he stepped up and was like, kind of like, all right, this is what has to get done. Let's figure this out. But the emotional side of it, it was really scary. It was really traumatic. It was, um, we kind of just like laid awake most nights, like wondering what we might have to do if he didn't wake up. And that was probably one of the worst things that I've ever had to go through as a human, like as not even just a worker of his, but a friend of his, you know, someone who like truly loves him and his family. So the rest of it was kind of, it, it kind of all fell into place. Um, when I came, actually, when I came to work at the shop, like he, really just was there to support me as a person and as an artist and and I was going through a hard time at the time and so I feel like I not just owed him but like wanted to give him the best that I could because he's given me so much um the art show really came together fast and I think everybody just needed 
to do something to help. Like they, they really wanted to feel like they were, they so were helpless. yeah, everyone felt really helpless. And I feel like that art show helped us just as much as it helped yeah. him. And, and the fact that we could feel the support of the community and feel like we were supporting him in a time where we weren't sure how, so it was. As opposed to just sitting there and just freaking out. It was like, what can we do? And it was just like that thing just kind of took off and like the, how many people reached out that wanted to be part of it was crazy. Um, just every, I think almost every local tattooer within the area offered to be part of it. And it was so cool to get everybody together. And so many of them showed up. I mean, you know how hard it is to get when you're doing an art, show, putting an art show together that's six months away trying to collect the art for it and actually having it get there and in a week people show up to it like having it done so quickly was crazy so it was it was to have that community and that family there so, so Jeff, thank you guys jeff's just not a boss he's he's our family so i guess it just seems automatic yeah jeff's been before i started working at dire wolf i also worked at the shop that um they were at i stayed behind after she left for a while um but i started hanging out there and getting to know jeff a lot better before i was working there painting with him and tyler um oil painting at night and then finally when i came over there like just jeff's never he's always there and he's just like the coolest dude you know like a good boss but just such a good friend and super inspiring, incredibly, he's been around for a long time. I've learned so much from him in regards to tattooing and just being a, you know, a, a member of the community. Um, I could, I could go on and on about how impactful Jeff's been in my life, but that was cool to try to show him that by this horrible event, but uh, to at least like, you know, show them how many how much people care uh, it's pretty mind-blowing yeah agreed like i said it's uh, i mean i don't i hate to keep repeating myself i'm going to stop repeating myself but yeah it was very clear uh how much support you know everyone was was down with and, and getting live reports was people texting me during that art show and um yeah tyler how, how, what was your experience uh through this how did you feel uh um i mean Obviously, there was a huge void, you know, at the shop. Um, it it was hard. Um, this I I personally haven't lost many people in my life before, um, and thinking of the thought of possibly losing, you know, one of my biggest role models in my life was was really hard. Um, and uh yeah i mean it it, it was tough and we just kind of tried to run the shop as usual you know um but uh, i'm just really glad he's here now i mean yeah i mean i suppose it does feel it's got to feel trivial asking about like how'd you guys run a tattoo shop with one of the owners on when it like he was you know in a coma for weeks it's uh yeah, yeah. i appreciate you uh, coming on you know I'd, so, sometimes the the ideas seem way easier like hey we gotta get jeff on the show oh shit wait now we're all actually like yeah like you were saying jeff this is like pretty fresh 
yeah. you know, the main lesson, I suppose, is again and again is like every day really should be lived to the fullest because, um, you know, the bad news is is coming. And, and luckily for, for everyone here, it's, you know, put off for, for X amount of time. But um, that and wear your fucking seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. Can you Camille, hear my... Huh? It's, you know, and, and things change, like when you have the kids, you know, and the, and the family, it's, there's a whole nother round of, um, you know, reasons to be alive, I suppose, as long as humanly possible. And, um, and again, to your point, I guess it sounded like, you know, you're just driving on the highway, right? You don't know if um, it was, yeah, it was literally just us driving down the highway and somebody not paying attention. I mean, who knows if they were on their phone or what they were doing, but the highway veered to the right and the guy didn't didn't follow the veer of the highway we kind of veered to the right and he kind of just kept going straight and just so such a like like there's you know in my life i've done a lot of stupid shit and i've had a lot of consequences for that stupid shit um but but i was uh, gonna say i was thinking about that earlier you were a uh grateful dead fan oh yeah yeah. i didn't mean it it like that jeff Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I was I was pretty wild in my younger years, and um, did a lot of uh, dumb stuff and had a lot of consequences. But it was just this was kind of probably the first major thing that's happened in my life to where there was like there was no decision made on anyone's part. It was just like middle of the day, snap, boom, your whole life changes. And there's nothing anybody can do to control it. Um, and like you said, it's it's a whole different a whole different world now that you know that I have the wife and the child. Um, my wife, Kim, was incredibly supportive through all this and kept not just my family and friends um, in the loop about everything, but was doing updates daily on Instagram for, you know, anybody that I've known that I'm still in contact with on there. Um, and uh, it's, there was a point where I had to make a decision, like, you know, when I was in the hospital, I was in so much pain and I'm just kind of like, am I going to continue to do this or not? And like, it's like you said, like once there are there is a wife and the kids involved and you you know it's there's not a choice anymore now it's just like i have to be there for these people you know and and you know i've made that choice and and luckily when i woke up you know everything was all these people were here and there was just all so much love that it's it's it was just amazing you know and i said i'm gonna be out of work for a while but i just have a huge support structure around me and you know the guys are keeping the shop going and and hopefully sooner than later, I'll be able to take on some small stuff randomly. Um, I don't know exactly when that will be, but it's, you know, I'll just keep doing the physical therapy and uh, hopefully get back to it soon. Here, I'm going to, uh, this is the, uh, the Dire Wolf Instagram. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I've actually had Instagram off my phone now for like two weeks, but everyone's oh, still wow. on it. So I'm going there first. Um, but here, let's see, where's the, um, is it the shop merch link? This is what goes to the... Um, Store Frontier, the, the, the fundraiser. So these, this is the merchandise, right? So people. This is for Spencer's well, merchandise. Yeah, I set that up for Jeff. That's not the shop, the actual shop uh, shirt that's out, right? Got it. See, this is why I'm on uh, shop website. Go fund me. Yeah, well, the for the actual talk- shop merch, it's like it's just on Instagram. I have I don't have it posted on the website or anything right now. This is all personal painting stuff for me that was put up there in the beginning. Um, well, it is worth I, showing these off. Thank you. The uh... oh, oh, there we go. Okay. 
Hold this on. is what uh, this is like the shop merchants available right now. Got it. Cool. This is another one of these. Uh, the uh, all your motorcycle series is fucking out of control. Everything. That one right there is the most recent. I I finished it during the COVID shutdown, like the first shutdown. Mm -hmm. um, it's like four feet tall by I think around six feet wide. The original is nice um and that those are obviously you know the prints of it yeah uh... oh cool that was another painting that i made during the uh during the covid shutdown sweet okay awesome uh... okay back to Oomph. uh james wisdom is in the uh chat room that says uh, tattoo community strong it's very uh yeah it's very you know, tattoo, one of, I guess that is one of those old school lessons, right? Like if you, you know, give to tattooing, you know, give more than you can take, you know, or give more than you take. And then, uh, you know, it'll, it'll support you, you know, just being, um, you know, positive, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's a good, this is an actual uh, real world, uh, you know, the effects are, are, are being clear, you know. 100%. Yeah. It's not just a tattoo thing, you know, like it, it literally affected the whole, my whole life. Um, and that's the thing, how you were saying, like, I don't feel like I've ever really taken advantage of, of my place in the tattoo world. I kind of just like chugged along and, and, and tried to make art and tried to get along with, with people. And, you know, it's enhanced my life beyond belief. I never thought I'd be like any, I mean, it's taken me around the world traveling. I've met some of the most amazing people that I could ever imagine made very good friends along the way, tons of very good friends along the way. Um, I, but like you said, I mean, I never really like tried to take from it. It was always just like, just keep producing and producing and stay humble and, and try to, you know, keep your ego checked. Um, mostly because, you know, there was a while there where there was a lot of people getting kind of wild with the ego thing. Um, you know, and, and just keep your ego checked and stay humble and just, and just be a decent person and make art. And like, you know, it takes care of you, you know, respect the art. It feels like, you know, tattooing is going to enable, it enables the clients, right, to become who they want to be, you know, in part due to what you're putting on them, whether it be a memory or they want to conjure a feeling or a spirit or whatever. But then, you know, um, it means that, you know, tattooers then, you know, by extension, like you get to definitely become who you want to be and amplified. And so, you know, you got to make sure you're always working on yourself so yeah. that uh, you know as you're amplifying and again it doesn't mean even by like fame and fortune or whatever just by amplifying yourself inside of the community 100%. and um it's uh, it's pretty amazing so let's um maybe let's go around one more time and maybe uh, we could talk a little bit about well you know your booking processes um how people can you know book in you know if you're selling paintings and stuff i can do you know do some more demos i know the spencer i saw a couple of your paintings were pretty fucking out of control um but let's let's use this as a time to showcase you know your work so that um yeah we can you can let people know about the studio and um yeah let's so where, where should we start uh i can start perfect um uh, so what's your booking process and uh, like how far out do you book these days and what are you looking to do? Um, right now, I'm not really taking new appointments um, just because it kind of got out a little bit far. Um, mm -hmm. But usually like three months at a time is when I book um, or, you know, I book three months at a time. Um, and uh, yeah. 
Cool. And what, what so what uh, when when you're doing those bookings, uh, what are the types of pieces that might pique your interest? Uh, that uh... oh, my bad. Um, so like single needle, like kind of dot work, um, stuff. That that in particular is Jeff's work. This is just work. I, uh, ah, voila, yeah. that one. Perfect. Um, so anything like kind of black and gray realism, like single needle. Um, lately, I've been using more like a tight three. Um, yeah that's that's the kind of stuff i like to do awesome yeah yeah and, and are you doing much traveling do you do convention i mean are, are you hitting conventions at all i mean obviously covid has been kind of screwing with everybody's travel but yeah no i've only done one convention with these guys um the golden state pasadena convention um okay. other than yeah. that that was that was the only one yeah cool and uh yeah sweet uh oh gang tats sorry <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> so, uh, uh, Caitlin, let's see. I'm going to fire up some of your tattoos next. And I remember, yeah, these are always, have, you've always been uh, pretty awesome. So, when you learned to tattoo, Caitlin, it, it seemed like you were on the front end of the, oh, I'm still screen sharing. This is great. It seemed like you were on the front end of like those apprentices, you know, being badass right out of the gate. Um, actually, I'm, I'm interested. Did you? Was, did you learn on coils or did you learn on rotaries? No, um, I learned from Mike DeVries on the NUMA actually. Okay. And then um, once I got tired of carrying around my air compressor everywhere, mm -hmm. I started the uh -huh. rotary game. I tried coils for about like a year or so, but I just felt like I did better with, with the rotary stuff. So now I'm using Injecta. I've been with them for like 10 years. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's great. That's a, uh, is that Ray? Is Ray? Uh... Uh, oh, no, no, I'm thinking Neotet. Uh, Inject is uh, Australian, maybe? Yeah, Australian. Byron. Yeah, Byron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, awesome. And uh, like, how, do, do you credit the uh, being on a rotary for, for some of your, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to be like how good you got so fast, because that's presuming that you think that you got good fast, which you did. But uh, or I guess, what, what, how do you feel the effect of learning on a rotary was to, to your tattoo career? Do you like miss um, that? Uh... Well, when I started learning, like uh, I learned, like, I don't know, Mike DeVries and all of those guys were like doing a lot of the realism things. So I kind of learned backwards. I didn't really learn much outlining until like towards the end of my apprenticeship. And a lot of it was layering colors and like, you know, creating depth. And I had all the other stuff first so i i don't know like i i don't really know how to compare doing rotaries to coils i guess um jeff ensminger when i was really young and like just starting off taught me that a good tattooer can tattoo with anything so i think i'm more focused on on how i i did as opposed to like how the machine did um and i never focused too much on like how how a machine would like really work for me Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, as a non-tattooer, I just get to kind of observe, right? And the, the biggest advantage is that, for me, is that the the rotaries behave, you know, consistently, you know, uh, every, you know, every time you pick them up or nearly every time. So um, as far as watching like learning curves and whatnot, that seems to be the the biggest advantage from, from a outside perspective. Oh, but, uh, either, either way, you know, you know, you, you're doing killer work right away. And uh, it's been a, a pleasure to see your progress too. 
Yeah. <laughs> now, are you painting? Are you doing, uh, do you have original, uh, other original art or? Uh... Um, yeah, I, we moved into like a smaller place. And so I kind of stopped doing oil painting um, when I kind of ran out of the space to do it. I also mm -hmm. lost my attention span. So waiting for paint to dry actually became um, really hard for me. So I ruined a few paintings in the oven and then oh, no. decided that I would probably go with a different medium. So lately I've been doing like mixed medium, like, um, like color pencil marker type stuff lately. It dries back immediately, so. Awesome. Um, but I have a big cartel. It's like caitlincrane.bigcartel.com that I sell some of my prints on there. Um, there's also a link in there to like set up an appointment with me as well. Um, I'm going there as we speak. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, there's like, I don't know, I have a few prints up right now. I, during the uh, pandemic, I was doing a lot of commissions. So I did a lot of personal stuff. Um, and then, I don't know. So usually when I do a, a more of my color pencil stuff, it's like for per people personally. Um, so if you want a commission, by the time, I'm here for you. But uh, so yeah, I have that. I also schedule my appointments through that. Um, the kind of art that I've been liking to do, I've been sticking with mostly nature stuff, uh, more illustrative with like certain realistic like aspects to it, kind of collecting everything from the years that I've been tattooing and sort of putting it into my own thing. So um, yeah, going to that big cartel or just emailing me at caitlincrane at ymail.com is probably the best way. Um, I'm booked out pretty far, so I have to be pretty selective, but um, I won't always say no. <laughs> and then uh spencer let's uh let's catch up with your uh portfolio here let me uh oh i think the, the my web page is probably a better spot for it it's it's much more up to date or art of spencer.com yeah yeah i'm here right now but yeah that's where you can find me um it's kind of still under construction but there's a booking form there you know booking for the the summer um and trying to stick with mostly like uh, kind of larger black and gray illustrative, kind of like that new wave Japanese stuff, lots of waves, snakes and dragons, flowers. That's that's the that's the funnest stuff. I could tattoo that every day. But I like, uh, you know, like I like messing with the biomech stuff a little bit. Yeah. I like more into it. Um, kind of like where I like thought I was setting out for when I started tattooing because that's what I was painting um those but, bio uh, paintings were pretty sick this is cool thank you, man. thank you yeah we got this new studio that we're sitting in so um we just moved into a bigger place so I hope we can more art, more art is going to happen now that we don't have to paint in a dining room and have a whole space dedicated to it yeah. but like uh definitely the landscape kind of mm -hmm. trippy landscape vibe you know i like to paint a bunch of local stuff you know i'm looking at some mountains right now that i've done a few paintings of but then i like taking it into the more psychedelic that's a that's a guy in, the guy in atrison and collab nice yeah we did Ooh. that over, over the covid break and that was pretty awesome that was a huge milestone for me getting to to paint with guy and see things through his eyes and combine our 
or, you know, are kind of separate inspirations and that was super fun. Oh, hell yeah. Now, did you do this uh, in person? Did you go out there to get tattooed? And, and no, this, no, we shipped it back and forth. Shipped it back and forth. Awesome. Yeah. We did the whole thing in um, digital first. We painted it kind of a basic rough color outline of it. And then pr he printed it and stretched it. And then we kind of, put, I think we passed it back and forth like four times to get mm -hmm. this all like an oil finish over the top. But I think it helps speed the process up to kind of get a big, pretty far along plan first digitally. Um, and then took it into the oil, mm -hmm. but it combines the things that we like pretty well. It's like, a, I love landscape stuff with water and, you know, of course, it's crazy light form that got <laughs> for the years. Uh, fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. That's great. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, you could tell that, uh, you know, what, what, what caught guys. How did that happen? I mean, maybe that's a good story to end on. So what, what did, uh, I mean, how the hell do you end up fucking collabing with Guy? Or not you in particular. I wasn't like trying to sound exact. I'm just saying in general, how, you know, what did you end up doing that ended up uh, making that happen? What did, what did I do to, I'm not sure. Like how did, uh, how, oh, did, how did that, I guess. So the question is, so how did that happen? Guy actually reached out to me and we've been, me and Guy have been talking for a few years, um, kind of before I started tattooing a little bit. Um, you know, I've been, obviously have a huge inspiration coming from guy. Like when I first saw those light form series mm -hmm. at the time I saw them, I was just like floored. Like this is, you know, he was like painting these visionary landscapes that, you know, you only saw in your mind in certain, uh, certain frames of mind. And now suddenly they were like in paint. And I just thought that was like, like that's that's what I want to paint. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So this I, is Guy Aitchison for uh, the viewers here, and the... yeah, like stuff like that was just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Him and and Geiger, and I was like super into Alex Gray at the time, so I kind of just tried to form my own little thing, coming from my love for nature and spending time backpacking and. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of, and then guy reached out to me during the pandemic. He was doing like a, a series of collabs with a bunch of people yeah. amongst the other things that he does. It was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty sick. Um, awesome. I, I love uh, yeah, working with him is a real pleasure. It's um, never, it, it shouldn't surprise me anymore, but sometimes I'll be on a call and, and he's talking to somebody that I have, you know, barely, you know, either don't know or barely know or, or know of. And, all of a sudden I'm like, wow, this, this is amazing. And then like his depth of knowledge is like, he's just like talking on their level. I'm like, how the, how the fuck does he know that? And um, <laughs> you know, it's cause he tattooed somebody for 10 years as a molecular biologist or, or whatever it might be. You know? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, and so do you have any tattoos by him or? Uh, I don't. I, and, uh, they, no. uh, but awesome. Cool. Cool. Hopefully you go out there and visit at some point and go spend some time in the hyperspace. It's, it's very relaxing it's uh, uh always a sad time to leave i had to cancel my last uh, trip out there for uh you know, travel -y, covid -y kind of stuff and um yeah it's definitely um 
amazing to get out there and, and to check it out. But awesome. Well, uh, I appreciate uh, everybody coming with times. I think I, I think we're uh, hitting up against the hour. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything else? I mean, I guess I didn't I didn't make enough notes. Is there anything that I mean? There's plenty of things that we didn't talk about. Um, I'm wondering if there's anything that uh, we, we should catch up about before um, before time's done for the day. Uh, any other, any so the, I mean obviously the shop is kind of still in somewhat trauma mode uh, that you know down an artist are you looking for guest artists is everybody um, yeah I do have an open station for a guest artist and I also have a station that is available for rent mm. to the right person voila this is the perfect uh, way uh, yeah actually yeah that is I've had an open station for quite a while I've wait wait, wait let me uh, let, let me set you up we can make a whole clip and, and everything okay. um, so. Uh, I hear that. No, sorry. Let me really set this up. <laughs> you know, uh, cl clearly a studio like yours is always going to be in high demand and you want to be very picky about who comes in. Um, you know, the, you know, you have a very healthy, awesome, you know, shop culture there. So my question would be what, what type of artists uh, are welcome kind of, or what kind of artists are you looking for? And um, maybe we could wrap up and everyone, we could just go around and everyone could talk about what they like about working there. So that could attract people that might be like-minded and uh, yeah, then we'll, maybe we'll end in a group virtual hug and fucking, <laughs> like I said, I really do appreciate it. You know, uh, you know, appreciate you coming on and it's a, uh, I appreciate you having us. Um, but as far as like the perfect person that would fit there, um, I'd really like to get someone who has, you know, at least five years experience. Um, just someone who can, you know, take care of themselves that doesn't, that don't need a bunch of guidance. Um, there is a lot of smaller, like Pinteresty kind of stuff that called the calls in and walks in that we don't ever get to do because we're also booked. Um, so the person, a person that would come be to work, come to work there, you know, either could be completely booked themselves or, you know, have a little bit of room to take on that stuff. If they're not from the area and they want to build clientele, there's definitely ample people to, to build stuff at first, you know, starting with the small walk-in stuff that, you know, maybe some people might not want to do, but you know, you, that's how you build clientele is by doing that stuff and getting people's trust and building relationships. Um, you know, so that could be someone from around this area or not. Um, basically just, you know, a grown adult that's not in party mode anymore um, and uh, and just wants to make good art and be around good people, and, you know, has a positive outlook on life and and uh, and their art. And, you know, that's about it. it was, it's everything in my shop is rent based. So it's it's a it's a weekly weekly rent, um, you know, in light of the uh, whole independent contractor thing that goes on in California. Um, so it's kind of make your own hours, pay your rent and, and, and wipe your own ass and, uh, you know, be nice, really. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's, that's pretty much like what I'd be looking for in someone, you know, just someone's fun to be around. That's, that's artistically driven, um, that respects tattoos for what they are and, uh, and other people and, you know, wants to work. And doesn't mind the Grateful Dead. No, yeah, I, 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 I just, I completely, I completely just, I, I don't But, they, but they can listen to Slayer at the same time, so. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, so uh, uh, Caitlin Tyler, Spencer, what, what, what type of people would you like to work uh, around? And, and what, 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 what do you like about uh, Dire Wolf Tattoo that you think would attract the right people? Um, I, just, I think, go, oh, for go for it, Kate. No, you're good. No, you go. Ah, <laughs> I was nice. just gonna say, 
just someone that's positive, you know, um, it's a good place. It's comfortable and, you know, keep your head down and work and you'll have fun, you know? So we're all family here. So. Oh, hopefully a positive family. Yeah. Right. No, for sure. <laughs> when people say that, I'm like, oh man, you didn't have my family growing up. My, yeah, my family. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say that kind of the same thing, like intention is really important. Like we just show up and we do our work and then we go home and do art. So um, I feel like there isn't a lot of the, the glitz and the glam of the tattoo industry and what people look for these days. It's more just like, I don't know, our world's a lot smaller. Since coming to this town, it's like it is like a suburb, but, and so the community is really close. So once I built my, um, my like clients in this community, it was like, it kind of went crazy because everybody tells each other everything. So it is like, it's really easy to build clientele here. And then once you do, it kind of goes nuts. Um, they all talk to each other in this town. So if you have like a good rapport, obviously you saw with what happened with Jeff, like they'll literally like give you all of their money and like be there for you completely. So I do love working in this town for like that reason. Um, everything does close by 10 o'clock so there isn't much of like a party scene out here so it really is like more art based and kind of put your head down but we are a very positive family um we really do support each other we really are that each other for each other there emotionally um and yet we know how to wipe our own ass jeff provides the toilet paper but <laughs> yeah i don't if i have anything to add to that i think they got everything i mean just being motivated and wanting to to do art and tattoo and being respectful and you know not not um having a huge ego because that just seems to i don't know that's what's the it feels really good at this shop like everyone just seems to be like really in check and just motivated and driven to to do art Awesome. I'm, uh, I'm really excited to see uh, who, who you guys are able to, uh, to bring on because, uh, yeah, you have something really you know, special going. And um, yeah, that means that uh, you're, you're clearly going to make sure that that, 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 that persists. And, uh, cool. Well, bam, there we go. It's, it's funny how it goes quick. It's, uh, it's an hour. I imagine that. Uh, so, Jeff, what's the best way for someone that's a tattooer to apply for either a guest uh, or, or rental? Uh um, just, just email uh, direwolftattoo at gmail.com. Um, or they can email me personally through the website. Just like there's a contact artist button and just email me and get in touch with me. But uh, yeah, the general email is just direwolftattoo at gmail.com. Um, and we can go over stuff and set up, you know, guest spots or if somebody's interested in coming and settling down outside of Los, about 30 miles outside of Los Angeles, you know, it's a possibility too. Is this where, uh, is it where the dude got uh, the, the coffee uh, thing chucked at his head? No, sorry. Coffee thing? The, uh, remember the, the dude was at one of the suburbs and the, uh, the sheriff fucking won a, a coffee cup at his head and nailed him. He was like, I fucking fascist. No, I'm sure. <laughs> was, these, these people are nicer. <laughs> these people are nicer. <laughs> Awesome. Cool. Well, let's, uh, let's stay in touch and uh, I'll, I'll send you over the links and we'll put this up in the podcasts and uh, well, yeah, thanks again for uh, catching up everybody. Now's the time where we have to, we have to wave for me 